Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, bro. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Again, Alejandro's not here. He's sleeping. He's not mm-hmm. going to burst in. So this is pretty much the wind down moment of my of my night. Yeah. If you're wondering, it's like I, I, I exist in two forms. Number one, mm-hmm. whenever Alejandro's around, in which case I have to be on 24-7. Yes. Constantly making sure the kid is not. I mean, it's not even, I'm not making sure. I basically just sit there and the kid comes up to me and he's like, I need you to do something. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. I guess I'll get you water. Yep. And then he comes up to me. He's like, give me your phone. I'm like, no. <laughs> he is so incredibly mobile and just nonstop now. It's yeah. wild. Absolutely yeah. wild. The, like I said, the, the the best way to just like get him to like, sometimes he's a little extra. Mm-hmm. The best way to calm him down, to get him to calm down is I just give him my phone. He doesn't do anything with my phone except for the fact that when he touches it and moves the screen think something happens on the screen yeah. and he's like ah I like that so he basically just holds my phone and just plays with that left and right and yeah. then every now and then I get a video on my phone and it's cute has he, but, has, he um, call, has he called 911 on accident yet <laughs> no has I he, like, no, held I, something honestly, down? no 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 <laughs> but um yeah so that that's been happening uh but yeah that's pretty much it so basically um all right yeah sometimes I just give him my phone and then he goes off and runs and does a bunch of stuff. And then he also, when he, I, sorry, he, he takes my phone and, yeah. and then runs because he knows I'm going to take it away. Yeah. Yeah. So he grabs it and then goes and hides. So <laughs> it's actually very interesting. Uh, it's that's adorable. I also noticed he, he loves to run for an exit. <laughs> he oh, just, yeah. Yeah. He, he, that kid is just like, oh, is that a door that opens? Let me go ahead and go as close as possible to it. The, the, the problem is that he really likes going outside. Yeah. which is fine except it's you know freezing outside now yep. so i have to bundle him up bundle myself up mm-hmm. and then we go outside for a little bit and then he's just like nah i'm done it's too cold yeah it's fair yeah um on but, saturday um, and saturday when we were at the place he was definitely like it was like sleeting outside he's like, he's just like <laughs> your phone standing. in one hand you running to the door yeah <laughs> And he, of course, puts his hands on the window and just like looks outside, like I yeah. wish I was there. Like I a, wish like, I was outside. like a, like a dog or something, like looking out the window. Just mm-hmm. like, it's adorable. Same thing. Same thing he does at the gym now. He yeah. basically just goes to the door, stands at the door, and just stares outside. Yeah, he's fair. just like I wish I was out there. And I'm like, cool, but yeah, it's freezing outside. <laughs> like, I actually need you to be in here. Thank you. Kiddo. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, that's pretty much that's my life now. Dragon. Yes. Tell me about your life since mine is so boring i mean mine's about to be very similar so that's exciting i uh we had our baby shower this weekend which is very nice oh um, i wasn't invited you literally were there <laughs> i know but i wasn't invited i crashed you were it. you were late though i will say <laughs> i was late because i was you know i was busy uh uh-huh. i was picking um, up Hyman. yeah okay <laughs> so just incredibly late for uh for uh... i was an hour late <laughs> yes I told you, would you expect me to be there at when it starts? Everyone knows the party doesn't start until at least an hour in. You know I'm on white people time, and my party starts when I say my party starts. (laughs) Um, Anyway, it was very fun. It was very sweet. uh, We got to hang out with a lot of friends that we probably won't see very much um, pretty soon, or we Mm -hmm. haven't got to see very much recently, so it was was really nice. Um, I felt very uh, loved, I guess. (laughs) That's what you're supposed to feel from a baby shower, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was fun. I had I had a good time. It did end up. Uh, <laughs> the problem with having a winter baby is um, uh, the weather doesn't cooperate with you for some uh, stuff. Yeah, and worst. also everyone is always sick. So. 
so there were there were a few, you know, bumps. Quite honestly, uh, at least the way I raised my child is I'm just like, yeah, just give him the diseases, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. It'll, it'll build up his immune system. He's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's not a big but deal. Let's all fucking relax. I am also four weeks from my due date, and I would prefer not to have the flu at any point. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a big point, deal. I mean, my, at this point, my, moving forward. My son had COVID. He knocked it out like it was nothing. Because you I, know why, Dragon? I did too. Man's why? man. Because oh, he's a man's man. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not because, like, yeah, two-year-olds or one-and-a-half-year-olds generally do fine with <laughs> COVID. No, it's because he's a man's man. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, that was my that was my weekend. Berto, you were there, so that Very was fun. Nice. Got to hang yeah, out. Nice we, to we got our first picture with the three boys together, technically. <laughs> almost, almost, yeah. Almost. <laughs> kind of, sort of. You know, Alejandro, uh, Baxter, mm-hmm. and um, Alexander. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, you know Alexander, Alexander is Gabriel. not, it is not in the running for a name. I mean, well, so what's the baby's name? Uh, we don't, we don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you don't know, you don't have one, but but, Dragon... but we know it's not going to be Alexander. So, and this is not the time to be like, I don't know this is that, but this is the time for decisive action. And if you're not going to take one, I will. <laughs> Give me the birth Listen, certificate, I will find it. <laughs> if you are going to name your baby in a timely fashion, no, I have, will uh... decide it. I can't wait until the baby comes out and then you're like, I still don't know what to name him. And then you both, you and Andrew kind of look at each other and you're like, no, 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 not Alexander. <laughs> We're gonna, the thought we will can't both do that. cross your mind and then you'll be like, no. this asshole, he just gaslighted me into thinking <laughs> No, 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 no. no we, we, have, we have some names on deck. So we, we are mm-hmm. not going in completely empty. One of them is Alexander. One of them is not Alexander, um, but we will find out. Everyone will find out when we do. <laughs> it's a baby's name. Okay. It's going to be. Well, I'm excited for that. Yes. Um, should we jump in? Sorry, do you want to tell me yeah, about anything? I mean, you were nice you this weekend, so whatever. I mean, yeah, I, mean, I just described what happened was just me taking care of my kid. Nothing yep. nothing besides that. I mean, I just, yep. I, again, I live a boring life. That that kid is, you're, Alejandro is getting big. I picked him up and I was like, oh, God damn. <laughs> you got a 25-pound yeah. kettlebell yeah. that just bites you the whole time. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, why do you think I'm so strong now? Yeah. <laughs> you get that dad strength. Oh, jeez, it's fucking insane. Now I understand. Now I understand why. You and Caroline. All right, Dragon. I guess yes. we should get started, right? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Start of a little segment we like to call Dragon at the Movies. Dragon? Yep. What did you watch in the movie? What did you watch? I'm sorry, Dragon on the Couch. What did you watch on the Couch this week? <laughs> I didn't catch it either. I didn't catch the fuck up. Um, okay, so we just watched a few things. We've mostly been doing shows. Um, but uh, so for the yeah, but the first movies, one is but okay. yeah the first one is a movie. Um, so we watched Teddy. So this is a 2020 French um horror movie. Ew. It's like a um it's a uh, werewolf movie. Um and uh, <laughs> what do you mean you you like werewolf? You movies. know French? You yeah, but French. Oh, French. Yeah. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of like a it, it's kind of like a fun you know like low-ish budget but still pretty well done um mm-hmm. french werewolf movie i enjoyed it i gotta say uh it it did feel like it felt like it should have been on joe bob as like one of the like mid to like like higher mid movies that he does sometimes yeah, you know i get you yeah um and sometimes he does like a newer movie to like showcase like a new filmmaker or something like that right yeah 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 um but i I thought it was fun compared to a random horror movie that you find on shutter sometimes you could do way worse yeah i mean trust me you can do way worse (laughs) you can do much much worse a Um, a five out of ten is like a home run 
Okay. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I would call this probably like a six out of ten, honestly. I had a good time with it. Yeah, I had a good time with it. And Berto, Alejandro would like it. Really? Which Okay, was I might. and it's like a surprise too, because nothing in the movie leading up to it would make you think you would see boobs. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, exciting, like surprise exciting. But of course, boobs. uh, uh, so this is a French horror movie. Um, is it like the uh, for the 2010s? It French French the French horror scene was just like, how can we show the most disgusting thing possible? Is it one of those? No, not really. There's some good Oh. stuff in it. Like the, there's some stuff that looks good, but it's not really like a, that kind of thing. Okay, Yeah. I get you. Yeah. Unfortunately, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's just not meant to be like a gross you out movie. There's gross Yeah, stuff I get in you. there, but it's not. Yeah. Um, okay. So anyway, we watched that. Teddy. Next. Mm -hmm. Um, All right, cool. I'm just 10 going out of 10. to 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm just going to talk about a couple of shows. So we started The Righteous Gemstones. So this is an HBO, I believe, show. Correct. Um, and it's starring John Goodman and Danny McBride and Adam Devine. And it's about, um, uh, a, like, a family of, like, they, like, run a mega church, basically. It's, like, the, a mega church family. Um, I heard good things about this show and then I, like, forgot about it. It's, it has three seasons. We just started the first season, so I can't, like, speak to it that much. But so far, I really like it. It's, like, up my alley in terms of the type of comedy that it is. Black comedy? Yeah, it's like kind of dark comedy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just based on the subject matter. <laughs> of, Yeah, of course. good point. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a uh uh definitely a dark comedy drama. Is there Um is there something you want to else you want to like like to give us a little taste of like what the show is about exactly? I mean, I think I I think you can you can guess based on the just the premise of it, but it's like Yeah, but it's the not as much uh fun as you describing yeah, yeah, it. yeah. The no, it's They're John like, oh, Batman. John Goodman It's about is a guy in a bat suit. <laughs> I mean, is that wrong? You can guess the rest, but it's like, <laughs> tell me. Yeah. is that wrong? Um, no, it's like it's a it's John Goodman plays like the patriarch of the family, um, and he's like running this mega church in this like ruthless kind of fashion, and they, you know, you get like the fun like they're Jesus people, but they kind of suck, and you, Yeah. you they suck in fun ways, you know. And I just I love John Goodman so much that I'm just like excited to watch a sh another show with him. I mean, he's he's fucking a great actor. fucking national treasure john goodman love him um so yeah so we, we just started that all uh, as we like get through it um maybe update one more time and then i'll just wait until i finish it to let you know Mm hmm Okay. what i think about Cool. it but so far so good i really like it Okay. um uh and the only other thing i'm going to talk about is a, a show that we actually did finish so we had been watching the other two do you know about this show Berto? Never heard of it. okay it started in 2019 so it's like a sitcom um it's it's hbo And it's about this family of like, uh, so the youngest brother in the family is like a um, Justin Bieber type, um, like young, Mm like hmm. Pop star. pop star. Yeah. And the older two siblings that he has are like kind of one of them's kind of a failed actor and one of them's a failed dancer. So you get like this fun dynamic where they have to like be really excited about their brother, but like their lives kind of suck. And it's a it's just a. fun comedy and it, i really like it it's very funny molly shannon is plays the mom of everybody she's great Yeah. um everybody in it is great i really really enjoyed it it's three seasons they're like you know 22 minute episodes or whatever um Yeah. yeah Sounds good. Yeah, you're like, oh my goodness, it's great. Breezes oh by. 
it's so nice. It's so nice to have like a show. I will say it is nice. It's nice to have a half an hour show. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it, it just like truly, truly is. Um, I highly recommend it. They, I, I think they, they shot like the first two seasons pre COVID. And then the last season is post COVID. So the last season had some like fun, dumb, like COVID comedy shit. Um, uh, but it's not like too heavy. Uh, it, I, I really like it. I, I recommend it. I think it's a very, very good show. It's a very solid, um, it's a very solid sitcom. I think. Do you find it amazing mm -hmm. that during COVID, all I would hear is like, oh, my God, the movies are been talking about this and that and that. And the moment we got out of it, we are just like, I don't even want to fucking see a person in a mask on a fucking TV show. I don't want to remember this at all. Nope. Like, just, just pretend it never fucking happened. Truly, like, every, like, everyone collectively just went, you know what? We're going to forget this fucking chapter. Yeah. Unless you're making a joke. Never happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we are making a joke, I better not see a person wearing a fucking mask unless yep. they're the butt of a joke. Yep. And that's not even that's not even to say like masking at the time was like a joke. That is to say, no, we need we, to forget collectively. <laughs> we just were like, I don't want to think about this anymore. Yes. <laughs> like I don't want to expect we lived through enough of this to the point yeah. where I'm like, I don't even want to see it expressed in media. I yeah. don't want a movie like like when we watched Glass Onion in the very beginning, they were like talking about mask and yeah, isolation. Yeah, yeah. And then and then I was like, Oh God, I don't want to fucking and then they like gave me an injection. I was like, All right, go. Yeah. I was like, Oh good, we don't have thank to fucking God. worry about this bullshit. Thank you, thank God. Get the, 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 the sooner the better. Yeah, I do. I did. I did appreciate that about Glass Onion, about how they were just like, yeah. we can't deal with the mask thing the whole fucking time, but we have to like acknowledge it. So let's just like, whatever. Yeah. You get some kind Although of fake vaccine. I, I would have just, just been like, no, just fucking just pretend it never happened. Yeah. COVID's not real. Come on. But that was also a butt of a joke in Glass Onion, the COVID it was. stuff. It was yeah. actually. Um, All right. Anyway, I recommend the other two. I really like it. I think it's fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Berto, that's like all I've watched, really. We we have a couple other shows, but I'll talk about them a little later when as we get okay. through more of them. Um, so what do you tell me Sounds about good. what you watched in a little semi lit called Berto in the Bed? All right, Dragon. So uh, I was on the what I like to call the Amazon Prime, mm -hmm. and I saw the movie 1984, which Dragon mm -hmm. came out in 1984. Oh, and I was like, you know what? I don't think I've ever seen this movie. Fuck it, I'll put it on and see 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 what it is. I remember the book somewhat. Yeah, uh, I remember certain segments of parts of the books. Yeah, um, which is like interesting because I'm like every time. By the way, every time I hear someone talk about 1984 the book, uh, they always uh, get it wrong. <laughs> which, How do you know? You just said you don't remember it. Well, no, I remember. I remember parts of the book, and then when I hear other people talk about those parts, I'm like, yeah, no, that's not what the the book was saying. I know because not only did I read the book, but then I read what the author was meant to say when he mm. was doing these things. It's not like he was like, oh, it's for the audience interpretation. No, he was like, no, I'm distinctly talking about this, this, and that. Okay. But um, anyway, um, yeah, so I watched the movie. And uh, I don't know. I don't think it was a – it's a fine movie. It's like a 6 out of 10. Mm -hmm. But um, the thing that I – I as I was watching it, the thing that I forgot was, oh, man, there's a lot in the movie about like basically women being like, we're going to be celibate and we are not going to we're not going to have sex mm -hmm. because we're going to be artificially inseminated because basically the concept the concept was like, well, they want to destroy the nuclear family. Like the concept of a man and a, a man and a wife having a child and then raising that child. They're like, well, that might lead to, uh, you know, 
the child having revolutionary thoughts because what we actually need is the government to run the the daycare of the child or the the raising of the child Uh that way we know he's not going to be a revolutionary right so it was kind of interesting it was interesting how the movie was harping on that a lot which i forgot about in the book basically i I remember a lot of other things but i kind of forgot about that Mm. but um yeah no i thought it was a fine movie it's it's decent it's i don't know if it's a good replacement for the book I think the book is its own thing. You kind of have to read the book yeah. and then have to understand like this. He's literally saying, hey, this is what happens if Soviet the Russian Soviet system goes to Britain. That's exactly word for word. Yeah. This is what would happen if Stalin. By the way, Big Brother is Stalin. Okay. He's got the mustache. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You got the picture of that looks like Stalin. It's very specific. <laughs> This is what would happen if Stalin took over Great Britain, okay? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, okay, we're going to make up our own things for this. Thanks. I mean, to be fair, I once you put your art out, it's interpreted by everybody. It's not, you, That's can't, a good point. you can't help no it. Matter, no matter how many times you do interviews and then when people ask you, you're like, no, this is very specific for this one thing. Yeah, I'm specifically talking about this. And then they're like, ah, okay. Anyway... Let me explain to you what he's saying, yeah. not using his words, because obviously he doesn't even he doesn't understand what he's what he wrote. Nope, he doesn't. He sure doesn't. Anyway, fun. The whole point of this is um, I'm a genius and I need people to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that that's what I took away from it, but OK, next. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I thought it was, it was fine. All 1984. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember the book being uh, the ending was more. Uh, what's the word? I thought that the main character died at the end, but in this mm-hmm. one, no. But you know, I, I I might be completely wrong. I, I might I might be misremembering the ending. Yeah. All right. Next, Dragon. I went ahead and I did it. I watched Twenty Two Jump Street last week. I said I saw Twenty One Jump Street. Mm-hmm. It was like this is a movie that perfectly made for me. Yep. Twenty Two Jump Street comes out, and I'm like, man, they are they're hitting the points that I would want in a sequel. Obviously, it's not going to be as good. Yeah. But they did a good job of pointing out the things that would make that make a sequel so stupid. And they're like, we are like, the, there's a part where the, the, the character is like, we're going to double. You're going back this time. You're going to college. It's going to be the same story. But at the end has to change it a little bit. Right. You can't yeah. just give the same story, but similar. It's going to change that at the end. Um, also, there's going to be a weird thing between both of you two where you guys think about like separating and and then you know about not being partners anymore and it's funny because that that they treat that the movie actually treated that like as if they're breaking up <laughs> like a couple literally like a rom-com and the couple yeah, yeah. breaking up it was really it was i really liked how they did it and then of course they're like we doubled the budget <laughs> so everything was was like bigger they're like bigger bigger explosions bigger this more celebrities <laughs> and so i i like the fact that the movie was calling out exactly what it was doing yeah but um yeah no i liked it a lot i I remember it's funny it's great i remember seeing this one and i don't remember uh anything about it truly i remember nothing about it not a single goddamn thing i guess i think it's definitely it's not definitely not as good as 21 jump street Mm -hmm. i think it's a good sequel though it's it's fine it's good it's good like a seven out of ten dragon great um all right yeah next dragon i watched a little movie a movie that ah, i can just say i i had never seen i knew the movie yes 
I had never seen Goodwill Hunting. Birdo, neither have I. I don't know how. Really? I don't know how I've never seen it. I know the premise. It's like a janitor that can do math, right? Like that's the premise of Goodwill Hunting. Uh, yes, except he can do anything. He like he can literally just like for some reason the way his brain and they kind of explain it. He's like it's like Mozart. Mozart sat down and could just play the piano. And he's like, yeah. I don't know. I just I understand it. Yeah. And he's like, that's how he was with studying because it wasn't just math. He would like he helped this chick with fucking doing her goddamn organic chemistry work. <laughs> OK. And it's just he's just a fucking super genius. And basically, Matt Damon is like uh, he's he's from he's from Southie. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, he's, he's an orphan and yep. he's got a bunch of friends who are obviously not as intelligent as he is. But um basically he's from the wrong side of the tracks he gets into trouble and he's gonna go to jail except the uh your boy Stel uh Stellan Skarsgård oh. is like holy shit this kid is a super genius I need to get I need to go there and bail him out and basically was like look here are your options you're gonna go to jail or yeah. you're gonna meet with me for an hour a week because we're gonna talk about math and you have to get a psychologist Okay. So the problem is that every time he goes to a psychologist, he always just fucking drives him away until he gets to Robin Williams, mm. who's also from Southie. Robin, Williams, they grew wait, up Robin this... Williams plays a guy from Southie in that movie? Yes. Yeah. Oh. But I uh, get this. He plays a guy from Southie who who was like a genius and then like became a, a psychologist or whatever. Yeah. And um, and it's basically him trying to unlock Matt Damon to be like, talk about your fucking feelings. Talk about your feelings and talk about your shit. And then it all leads to this big emotional scene where like, <clears throat> it's, it's, if they, it's what's great about the movie is literally the script is perfect. Okay. All right. Like they're able to portray Matt Damon as a genius without yeah. gobbledygook gobbledygook right okay yeah, they're able to show how much why he despises people who are as intelligent who are intelligent okay and he's because it's just like you fucking you all think you're better than us than us fucking and people who work with their hands and shit yeah. and then they kind of are like he also uh <clears throat> likes hanging out with his friends because they are loyal they will fucking they will go to the ends of the earth for him and that's what he really wants. And he's like, yeah. what, what he what we need to do is we need to he needs to start to trust us. So we can't we can't like push him away and stuff. We have to yeah. let him trust us. And then it's like, OK, now that you trust us, how can we like how do we let you trust yourself to do these things? Because part of it is like I have this gift, but I don't want it. And even Ben Affleck tells him, like, you have a fucking gift. And it's it would be sad for me to think that in 20 years time, we're going to be still fucking hanging out like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Ben Affleck yeah. plays then, one, one of his friends, one of his Southie friends. His BFF. Yeah. Okay. So uh, and yeah. And, you know, the ending is basically Robin Williams, like just going up to him and just being because the whole thing is like the reason why Matt Damon is like traumatized in this mm -hmm. is because the his his foster father would beat the shit out of him. That checks out. And yeah. And uh, you know, fucking Robin Williams tells him the story about how his dad would beat the shit out of him. And then he kind of just like he, the way he breaks him down and is he just like, hey, hey, you know, it's not your fault. Yeah. And Matt Damon's like, you know, oh yeah, I know, I know. It's like, hey, no, no, it's not your fault. And he just says it like 10 times in a row until Matt Damon finally fucking breaks down. And starts crying and shit. And then yeah. you know, the movie kind of leaves off as like, okay, he's going to go get a girl. He's going to go now chase after the girl because, you know, he couldn't open up to her. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's going to go fucking be a super genius doing some super genius thing somewhere.
Nice. It's very, very good. Very interesting. Very, I, yeah. I liked it a lot. It's a, it's a hole in my movie watching. I, so I remembered that this was a, I, th I thought this was a Ben Affleck only, but it's a Ben Affleck, Matt Damon written movie. They, but I did not realize it was directed by Gus Van Sant. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Excuse me. Yeah. A Zanti? A Zanti. A Van Zanti. A Van Zanti. And also, the, I, because I looked up this thing, uh, the budget, $10 million. Makes sense for like a small movie from Southie, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming most of that went to Robin Williams at the time. And uh, yeah, yeah, um, it made $225.9 million. Good investment, huh? Good job for Miramax, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, it turns out that uh, your boy, your boy, sorry, he who shall, sorry. Oh my! I just had something stuck in my throat. <laughs> Bro, you, that joke, that joke just didn't land in your, in your yeah. throat. <laughs> Let's just say he who shall who shall not be named, uh, yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if you heard the story of how Harvey Weinstein got the script. No. Basically, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were shopping the script around, okay. and the the basic what everyone was saying was like, "This is the fucking thing. This this script is is genius." Yeah. So it wasn't so much shopping around as much as they were auctioning it off. Starting just and uh, what they did was <laughs> apparently sixty pages in, they wrote a weird sex scene in there between the two older professors, and and they were like, "Let's see who actually reads the script." Yeah. And, and they went to meeting after meeting after meeting and nobody fucking brought it up. Of and then course. the wine scene was like, I think it's great. I just, I don't understand the sex scene. I, I don't, there's two straight guys. I don't, why, why would they be having sex? And they, they were like, you're, you're the first person who fucking brought that up. Yeah. No one else so, has ever gotten that far. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, Harvey Weinstein, it seems like, uh, seems like he's going places. Dragon, what happened to that guy? You know what? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It turns out he's a real piece of shit. <laughs> may, he may have been good right. at parts of his job, but he's a real piece of shit. Um, uh, anyway. Let's say allegedly, despite him being no. found guilty. <laughs> yeah, proven, proven piece of shit. Um, yeah, yeah, barely. Okay, what else do you watch? All right, next. Uh, I was on the tubes. Tubi. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, but, but oh, sorry, Goodwill Hunting is on Max, by the way. Uh, yes. So I was on Tubi, and I watched a little movie called The Void. I saw it on a list, and it was like, hey, this is a decent horror movie that people never talk about and i was like all right i'll watch it um interesting movie i'll say it's like a five out of ten maybe a six out of ten but close to a six out of ten yeah but um it's pretty much this cop is out one night and some guy comes out of the bushes and he's like bleeding and he's like the cop goes like oh shit picks him up takes him to a hospital mm -hmm. um the hospital has a skeleton staff and uh he brings him in and then for some reason cult members are outside and then okay. a monster, a big, a fucking monster appears. Okay. And uh, yeah, like, trust me, the monster comes out at like 25 minutes in. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that is so soon. But you know what? It did a good job of being like, oh, guess what? No, there's more to this. Okay, there's more to this. There's more to this. And uh, I will say fun creature design. Oh, fun like creature design. Lots of tentacles. I love Lots of tentacles. Really, really good creature design. Uh, and then there's a, another monster. Also, I mean, similar, but good creature design. And it's basically this this doctor who, like, I'm going to bring people back from the dead. And then somehow, I'm, I'm assuming. Sure. I'm assuming he uh, bring them from hell. I'm assuming. Because it never really explains. But okay. I, I thought it was decent. I thought it was decent. Like, very bloody. Good. Enjoyed it. So it sounds right. pretty good. 
Yeah. Next, Dragon. I watched the Joe Bob. We wa- I watched the brain, mm-hmm. which is literally about a brain. Yep. That uh uses psychic powers to kill people. Yep, I saw this one. Perfect job. Perfect job, Bob Lovie. Perfect. It job. really is. I mean, <laughs> it's just but maybe a four out of ten. Yep. But it's like just crazy enough where you're like, this is interesting. Even if it's stupid, it's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I enjoyed it. Next. Yes. <laughs> Another Joe Bob Dragon. The movie you recommended I should watch. I did. The Ginger Dead Man. Yep. Dragon. Or 15 minutes movie. <laughs> Perfect time. The craziest thing to me is you're like, okay, there's going to be a gingerbread man that comes back to life. Yep. And uh, starts killing people. I'm like, oh, okay, that that's uh, interesting. Oh, guess what? It's going to be in, in one shot. It's going to be in one space. A bakery. It's like, yep. really? You're not leaving the bakery? It's like, nope. Nope, nope, nope. In the bakery. That's it. Technically, you do go outside of the bakery. I mean, for a second. Yes. <laughs> for a couple of seconds. But, you know, once once there is he, the, the gingerbread man, the ginger dead man never leaves the bakery. That's true. <laughs> so interesting. I don't know. I assume um, it's just, I assume it was budget, <laughs> budget related. I mean, I 100%. Um, and what's funny is the main actress in it, uh, Robin Sidney. Mm-hmm. I was like, she looks so familiar. I can't, I was like, I can't put my finger on it. And then I looked up her IMDb and I was like, wait a minute. I saw one of her stupid, terrible movies and she's naked in it a lot. Yeah. 10 out of 10, Dragon. Highest of recommends for that one. I was going to say, do you recognize her from like Skinamax at one o'clock in the morning when you were <laughs> 15? Is that what you recognize her from? <laughs> Worse. It's a movie I saw probably like four years ago. Actually, <laughs> actually more embarrassing, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> and, and it wasn't a Skinamax movie. It was like a, you know, a horror. It was a, I think it was like a, it's like yeah. a sexy vampire movie. Okay. So that, che- 10, that also, that also checks out for her acting uh, mm-hmm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Genre, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, yep. Ten, ten out of ten. <laughs> so that one, not not this one. Right, right. This one was uh It was fun. It was fun, but it's yeah, still it like fun. bad. It's really bad. But I did. You know, I did fun. like the puppet. I liked the. Um... Yeah. Look, it's a fun movie. It's yeah. it's like a bad fun movie. <clears throat> so, anyway, both of them are on Shutter. All right. Finally, Dragon. To prepare for our movie this yes. week, I went ahead and rewatched the original Chicken Run. You had seen it before. I had seen it when it came out. Okay, so probably in 2000, 2000 or 2001, I saw it a couple, maybe I saw it once or twice um, because it was on HBO. Yeah. And uh, I was like, man, I don't remember this. All I remember was thinking, okay, it's like, I, I know it like vaguely is about the Holocaust. So, you know, or something like that. It like has references to the Holocaust. Right, I was like, right, okay, right. I mean, I guess I got, let me, let me rewatch it. And then I rewatch it and immediately right off the bat, I was like, Oh, this is it's not even, they're not even hiding the fact that like the chicken coop is a fucking looks just the concentration. Camp. The shots in it, so much of it. No, oh my God. The fence, the fact yeah. that they're patrolling the dogs, everything. Yeah. The, Mrs. Tweed is such like a, a, she's basically just a Nazi enforcer. It mm-hmm. is so much about the Holocaust. It's crazy. All right. It's yeah. like, I did not remember how much of it it was. So I, I, I'm so glad you rewatched it because I have not seen Chicken Run, the original, since I saw it in the theater when I was 12 mm-hmm. years old. And I did not get the reference to the Holocaust for sure. No, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. That was news to me until people started talking about that with the new Chicken Run that just came out. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I thought Dragon, about it. And I, was I was like, 17. yeah, that makes sense. 
Yeah. I was 17 and I did was like, and I just seen Schindler's List and I did not get the fucking reference to the Holocaust until I rewatched it now. And I was like, wow, this is just hitting me in the face with the yeah. references of the Holocaust. <laughs> Crazy. So, such an interesting thing for a kid's movie. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I know. Um, so wait, how uh, was it? Tell me, give me the deets. Um, of course, it's starring your favorite actor, Mel yeah. Gibson. <laughs> he plays the American Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Dragon, I really like this i had so much fun watching this and it like built up too so it was like okay the beginning is like interesting you have these two interesting characters and one's constantly trying to escape and the other one's always like the other chickens are like why are we escaping oh you know it's not a big deal let's just do nothing and blah 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 and it's like wow it's so interesting and then of course the the whole thing is that it's a chicken farm they lay eggs the only reason they there's a scene where they like check the chickens and like, oh, this one hasn't been laying eggs. Yeah. So they like take them and then they they kind of, you know, the, they don't, the they don't see them. that chicken again. Yeah. No, well, they eat them. Yeah. Um, But uh, and basically then Mel Gibson shows up and he's like a flying chicken. Yep. It, you know, egg, you know, egg, air quotes. He's a flying chicken because he was like a circus chicken. Right. And um, he lands inside of their concentration camp and then they're like oh you can teach us how to fly to get out of here yeah. and he's just like yeah, yeah yeah of course of course of course um and then you know at the end mel gibson like runs away because they find out that hey like he can't actually fly yeah because he's uh, a chicken because <laughs> yeah of course and um and but my favorite part is they're like okay i guess we'll build an airplane and they literally <laughs> build an airplane and when that airplane comes out it has to be the stupidest thing that could ever be conceived and yet i'm standing there like this is fucking cool. <laughs> i can't think of a dumber idea when someone is like okay what if the chickens build it how do we get the chickens out of there <laughs> what if they build an airplane yeah it's like yeah, what yeah. checks out that's that's so stupid that's not even in reference with the holocaust it's like okay but you know yeah what if they just make a bunch of gears and build it <laughs> All right, fuck it, we'll do it, and it fucking works great. Of course, it works it does. so great. Yeah, of course it does. Uh, so you know, I uh, rewatching it, I was like, this is I, I really, really enjoyed this. Did Al- did Alejandro watch it with you? Um, he, I think I don't. Th- he he likes certain things, even cartoons. He doesn't really like yeah. certain cartoons. He only likes certain cartoons. Yeah. So he was not really paying attention that much. That's he fair. started to, and then at some point, he was just like, nah, I'm done. Yeah, and walked away. Fair. I mean, you know, it's no uh, gingerbread man. Yes, ginger dead. Man. I mean, not ginger dead man. It's no, it's no movie about female vampires starring the chick from Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> it's fair. He's a he has he has a specific taste in movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lots of bosoms. Um, I'm really glad you rewatched this. Uh, yeah. I, I I wish I had now, honestly. I I think you would like it a lot. I mean, I, right. I remember liking it when I was 12. So why wouldn't I like it now? <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> All right, Dragon. Um, yeah. I guess we should move on, right? We should get to our final segment, Dragon at the Movies. Dragon, Yes. what movie did you pick this week? Okay, so I picked, because I had such fond memories of not just Chicken Run, but like that whole kind of universe, like Wallace and Gromit universe. Um, uh, 
that I I was like, Andrew was like, there's a new Chicken Run coming out. And I was like, oh, we should do that. So we watched Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. So, Birdo, this, of course, came out in 2023. It is a Netflix movie. It is directed by Sam Fell um, and is starring Zachary Levi, Tandy Newton, and some other people. I don't know, their voices, whatever. Um, it, did I say it's on Netflix? Yes, I did. It's on Netflix. Comes in at one hour and 41 minutes. So that's uh, that's Chicken Run, Dawn of the Nugget. Would you like a Dragon of the Movies for this? Nothing would make me happier. <laughs> Then yeah. one of your world famous dragon at the movies. Okay. Synopsis. So basically chicken run Dawn of the nugget is uh, we have all the chickens. They've, they've escaped from the first one, right? They've escaped to their mm-hmm. uh, concentration camp sanctuary where, where they had to lay eggs. And now they're, they live in a sanctuary, right? Um, our heroes, um, the, the, the main chicken Rocky and um, Oh fuck. I forgot her name. Ginger. Uh, That's right. Uh, oh. uh, no, no, no. Molly's the daughter. Rocky and Ginger. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Ginger Sorry. is Tandy Noon. Um, Rocky and Ginger, uh, they have a kid named Molly. And um, they can't, they're, look, you can't cage a chicken, Berto. All right? They want to fly. Apparently, In yeah. Quotes. They want to fly. So um, Molly just wants to leave the sanctuary that they built, the safe haven that they built as chickens escaped from an egg-laying farm. And... Um, in doing so, she doesn't understand the real world and ends up getting tricked, I guess, sort of. She tricks herself into going into this, like, um, fancy farm. And uh, it turns out it's even worse, bro. They don't force them to lay eggs in this fancy farm. You know what they do? They turn them into chicken nuggets. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and then, of course, Ginger and Rocky have to save her from the chicken nugget farm um so mm-hmm. that's that's chicken run down down of the nugget Berto, what do you think good i mean does does hilarity ensue the hilarity a lot does ensue yes that is okay that's like 90 percent. it's like 90 percent of chicken run or any of these movies really uh hilarity is is required to ensue <laughs> all right all right dragon let's get this bad boy sorted number okay. one yes thoughts Okay. Do you so, want my first initial thoughts having yes. seen the original? Yes. Give me your initial thoughts after having seen the original. Um, the first, the original. Yes. Was based so much on the Holocaust. Was mm-hmm. on this. It's like if this is an allegory. It's talking about something else. So I was very excited to sit down and be like, "All right, what is this movie going to be based on?" And it turns out nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Nothing. No. I, and it, I was like, I was surprised. I was really surprised that it was like not. Um... <laughs> It did not have the same kind of like dual. Uh, it had story. nothing. It had nothing. Yeah. Literally, the movie's about nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, how did you make a movie about nothing? Well, here's so here's the interesting thing to me about this movie. Okay, so mm-hmm. the the thing that the thing that it taught me is that the chickens, or or the, the not the chickens. Sorry, the plot of this movie is basically that farming in a way that does not stress out the animals and treats them well, the animals mm-hmm. we are going to eat no matter what is bad. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I learned. <laughs> I learned that I learned that if you're going to eat a chicken, it doesn't matter if you make their life really good beforehand. Okay? Um, I don't want you to worry right now. Yes. I, when we talk about the ending, I will get us canceled. <laughs> Go ahead. But like that's I think I was like oh, okay so they made a farm in which the, the chickens are deliriously happy and don't mm-hmm. know that they're about to die. Great, that's honestly ten out of ten. That would be a perfect. I that's mean, perfect. Ethical, that's you're perfect saying farming. ethical, yeah, ethical, ethical farming. Uh, 
ethical farming is bad in this movie. Yeah, ethical farming apparently, is bad. I guess, and I'm, I can't. I was sitting there rattling my brain, trying to be like, "What is this fucking movie about?" Like, yeah. the first one is such an obvious story about like the, the Holocaust. So, yeah. what would this movie be about? And like, I was probably I was so upset when it turned out nothing, like nothing. <laughs> so it is weird. literally about nothing. I was so fucking weird. I was. If anything, this movie is about how you shouldn't shield your children from the world because then they make stupid decisions. Right. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I was like, if she had just been honest with Molly about like their background and where they came from, and like, mm-hmm. then none of this would have happened. <laughs> like, it's, like, why... it's almost you have to tell your your child, hey, yeah. in this world, yeah, where we have we have a domain of our own, right. Mm-hmm. There are other people in this world who want to kill you and get rid of you. Eat you. Um, right? You're, they want you're, to kill, you're a prey they want animal. To kill, they, want, they want to kill you. Yeah. Okay? So it's important that we stay here. We maintain a strong, uh, a strong fucking border so no one can come in. Yeah. And I, I, what I'm trying to say, Dragon, is th- this movie is pro-chicken Zionism. It literally is. It's so weird. The world out there wants to kill us all. So we have to stay in here. This and, is what the movie's about. And not only that, when we do go out into this world that's not our world, if anything bad happens to any of us, we're going to raise the place that, that did that bad thing. Mm-hmm. And by raise, I mean R-A-Z-E. I mean, demolish it. I mean, burn yes. it to the ground. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, place that yeah. we were never supposed to. You know be. what, Dragon? I recant. I recant. I think I know. I. You know what? This movie is about something. It is. It is currently talking about the present fucking Israeli-Palestinian oh conflict that we are in right now. That's what this movie is about. Thank you, Dragon. You have. Uh, thank you, Dragon. You've taught this to me. All I could think about. All I could think about when this movie was like. So if you if you watch this with your kid, your kid who probably loves chicken nuggets, right? Every kid loves mm-hmm. chicken nuggets. Are those kids going to be like, hey, first of all, is this where my chicken nuggets come from? <laughs> like, it's aren't you just teaching kids? I know that kids should know that, like, the animal things that they eat come from an animal. But I know yeah. kids also don't look like that, right? Kids don't like to learn mm. that. It's, it's I guess. jarring. I don't it's know. I'm going to tell learn. my kid. It's jarring to learn that that little thing that you, like, don't think about used to be an animal, right? It's, like, why people don't – people are upset when you, like – they have to like watch a chicken be slaughtered. I'm like, you fucking eat chicken all the time. Why are you upset about this? Yeah, it's like I remember seeing some tweet, and of course it's a dumb tweet because tweet no one should ever listen to a tweet. No. Uh, but someone was like, why? How dare these people hunt? Why don't they just pick up their? Why don't how, like these people are arrogant to hunt? They should just get their food from a from a supermarket. I'm like, where do you think that food comes from? <laughs> that those animals are arguably treated way worse way worse and not even argue you know what those animals straight up treated way way worse than any any chicken or beef or pork that you just pick up in like a fucking whole foods or trader joe's or whatever those animals were not treated well and i need you to remember that look if you go to your local butcher and they're like getting animals from local farms great 10 out of 10 that meat's gonna be three Uh times the price but there's a reason for it right yeah I'm just saying. Is it going to be three times the price? Not really. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't no, buy it's it. the same price. 
it's not the same price. It is not the same price. It's, the butcher, it's, it's almost. It's close. The enough. butcher down the street from us is not the same price as the fucking. Because it's where you live. Yeah, that is. You know what? That is a good point. <laughs> it's because where I have chosen to live, uh, the cost of living is ridiculous. Anyway, so that's what I I, I just kept thinking about. Like, first of all. For little kids, it's going to be jarring because they're going to learn where chicken nuggets come from. Um, second of all, you think the name would have hinted at it, but it doesn't. Um, yeah. Second of all, it's just teaching them that there's no like ethical farming, which maybe that was the point, right? Maybe the point is there's no ethical meat farming, and even there's if the no chickens ethical, are, yeah, even if the chickens are are so happy, like deliriously happy, it doesn't matter. So this, you're telling me this movie is trying to make my son my son a vegan. Do yes. you understand how fucking disappointed I would be if my son is like, I don't want to eat. Uh, an animal because you like it you know it's it, it has feelings and i'm like you fucking idiot yeah what, what do you think you fucking eat lettuce and that's that's not a living thing you fucking stupid i mean i i know how embarrassing that would be as a man's man you're the worst i disagree with that i do i mean i obviously i eat animals and i i also love animals so it's like really a uh what's the word is it a conundrum yeah, no conundrum yeah, i guess so i guess so. i don't know i love animals and i can be like i love animals but you know what i also love doing i love eating them i love, I love to them. pet them i yep. love eating them i can love both here's here's my thing just about... because i love something doesn't mean i won't kill it to survive <laughs> that's, that's and that's... i want you to remember that for next week's movie <laughs> one of my uh one of my things about eating animals is like listen we're higher on the fucking hierarchy of animals. Like it's just yeah. they, like a lion doesn't doesn't give a fuck about eating a gazelle. Why the fuck would I give a fuck about eating a, a you know? A lion wouldn't give three fucks about eating me. Yeah. So what am I gonna fucking be like? Oh no, I shouldn't eat this animal because I have consciousness. Get the fuck out of here! No, my teeth are meant to eat you. Also, my <laughs> digestive system is meant to eat anything, so I'm gonna eat everything. And you that know what? Is... I'm gonna season you with salt because it tastes good. And I need it. It's cows didn't want me to eat them they wouldn't be so delicious it's true i do sometimes i i do feel bad about cows and pigs because i know they're, they're cute and smart um you do realize that a cow would the cows would not survive if not for the no, fact that, that they're, delicious. they're us cows are us like we we did that <laughs> yeah we cows they, are not, would not they're exist. not they're not they're not an extinct animals. species yeah because they're not they're, they're literally just meant to be to be killed yeah the only reason cows exist is because they're delicious if it wasn't they'd be extinct yes and pigs, again, if again, if they if they really first of all, they breed way too much. They're just pigs. rampant. You can't, can't just let them breed wherever they want. So we have to eat them. What else wild, are you gonna do? Wild you pigs kill them are also, and then waste the meat? Dude, wild boars are dangerous. They are yeah. they are not an animal to be fucked with. Even, right, even domesticated pigs are not an animal to be fucked with. Okay, sorry. Let's get back to the movie before this just diverges into what what animal would you eat? <laughs> I mean, we can play that game. I, I, <laughs> I would eat. I, I feel like I would. No, let's. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, yeah. the the hard part is because there's no like underlying allegory for this movie, other than mm. like eating animals is bad. I guess. I guess I, it's hard to. It's like hard to talk about. Talk about it. I mean, look, this was. A I didn't significant... hate it. I will say, I didn't hate it. I. Maybe I hated it because I had just seen Chicken Run and I thought it was genius. I think that's a problem. And having watched this and being like, this movie not only is about nothing, but yeah. the jokes in it aren't, they're not hitting the same way the other yeah. one was. The It's not fun. Yeah. Like, I didn't have fun watching this. I don't know. Like, what was, it was missing. It was missing fun. I don't know what happened. And I'm like, I know it's the, I know this production company. They're good. The, 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 yeah. the, the what's it called? Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. They're always having fun movies. 
I love, all their movies are fun. I love all the Wallace. And, I, 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 after watching this, I was like, man, I really should have done Wallace and Gromit. We like, we really should yeah. have just done like the original Wallace and Gromit. It's so good. Maybe we'll yeah. do it at some point. Yeah. I mean, like it's, they, they introduce a new character, which is, oh, we're my little girl. And um, yeah. get shielded from the world. And this dumbass goes and immediately gets caught because she's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not an idiot, but she's ignorant to the way the world actually is. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, one of my first notes, by the way, is I have serious questions about the operating costs of this chicken farm. <laughs> How are you going to turn a profit with all this? How many people are employed just in security? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The no, walls, absolutely. the security system is insane. How much money does this cost? And you're going to sell chicken nuggets? There's no way you're making back a profit. I also was like, wait, you're only selling chicken nuggets? Like, you have no other, like, meat products that you're selling? That's insane. And I also wondered how they, um, the collars, so, okay, so in this movie, it's collars, right, that are making the chickens very happy, that control them. Um, Are you just, like, are the collars just dipping into the meat? Like, is that just being ground up into the meat? Like, (laughs) is it, is it, like, a drug? Because it seems like it was drugging them, right? It, I assume it was like now a, into the I assume it was like a brainwave technology, like a like a. Oh, I, I literally thought it was just drugging them. <laughs> Although I did one of my, one of my notes is so giving chickens Prozac to make them more tender. Well done, science. Like yeah. <laughs> what's the problem here? They nailed it. We're, I'm, I'm fucking in. I... How much does this chicken cost though? Because you know, operating the operating cost of this these chicken this bucket of chicken nuggets probably cost like two hundred bucks. It's the only <laughs> way that they're gonna make a profit. The only way. Also, that one chicken made a lot of chicken nuggets. I would like to point out they uh-huh. they, they they really uh I don't know how they stretch that so much. It's like half cornmeal or something like that. Yeah, but um, all I, all I could think this whole time was like this is the best wor- world possible for these chickens. Like I do not understand. They're what so the happy. Is. Everything's great. It's like a wonderland. And then every now and then you get to you get to go and like you know you get leave. Killed. Whereas but imagine you, a chicken in the wild is every know. single day. Yes. Every single day running for its fucking life. I don't think chickens exist in the wild. That's they I don't know. seem like they seem like a domesticated animal to me. <laughs> I think so too, but totally domesticated. I don't know. I guess you could say other fowl. I don't know. There's like guinea yeah, hens sure. and stuff. Like there are other other small birds in the wild. And they don't do well. They get eaten by everything. Because they're yeah, very yeah. low on the so, totem pole because they're stupid and they're chickens. Yeah. Because they're fucking dumb they're dumbasses. Yeah. They're not they're definitely not capable of building an, uh, an airplane. Yeah, no. Um. Yeah, it, man, they just turned the chicken into mindless drones, which I thought was stupid. You know yeah. what? I will give this, the movie this. The one joke that I was like, this is the joke that, in my opinion, the, the Wallace and Gromit are known for, yeah. was when they took a picture of one of the character's eyes and then you scanned it. <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't even a scan. What it was was literally, it was like they yeah. showed a picture of someone else and that person... Oh, took out a paper and then flipped through the fucking notebook looking for the eye. I was like, that's a not not only is that a that's a great, clever joke. I really that, like that joke. I also like that. There was I this movie did have a couple little jokes that like made me giggle. Yeah. Um, and I had a lot that I that were like yes. I, I basically was like, ugh, that was a joke. There was one where they were uh they were talking about like I think Molly the daughter had already escaped or whatever and they were talking about their plans to like get her and one of the chickens is knitting the whole time and she accidentally knits a skull and crossbones because she's like so stressed and I thought that was funny yeah I get that got yeah me. yeah little, but it's little, like little like, things those like little jokes yeah that to me is like that's what they're that's what they're good at and I just felt like it was missing that the whole time yeah. it was like what 
I don't know. I don't understand what, what this movie was missing. I don't so, understand what it was missing. Really. So, so here's here, here's one of my notes that I wrote down when they revealed that it was the same villain from like the first movie. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So here's the here's what I wrote down. So this lady saw that her chickens were really upset, so upset that they escaped her farm, her original farm, right? Mm -hmm. So she then went to great expense to make a farm where her chickens would be happy, right? She learned yeah, from yeah. her mistakes. She said, okay, my chickens were obviously extremely, extremely upset in the last place. I've learned my lesson. So upset that they escaped. Let me make a chicken paradise for them. Yes. <laughs> and we're supposed to think that's bad. Again, it's, <laughs> look, this is, I think this is one of the problems with the movie, for example. Yeah. Um, the, 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 which is not Molly. Who's the, the adult chick? The main ginger. 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 Ginger gets captured at one point, right? Yeah. And then they tie her down and they're like, we're going to put the brainwashing thing on her. And they have to turn it all the way up as high as possible because she has super willpower. Sure. As you for do. reasons. For reasons. Yeah. And I'm like, why does she have super willpower? For reasons. And again, I wish that they had, because in the, the one in the first movie, I was like, okay, this one has that. Not that she has a super willpower, but she has the understanding of like, we're this is bad. We are not in a good place. We need to get out of here. Yeah. Whereas everyone else, and she was like, I'm just gonna keep going and keep coming up with different plans and this and that. So yeah. I don't think it was willpower as much as it was just like she was just stubborn. Yeah. Right. Or not not even stubborn. She just was like, I'm just determined. Not gonna, I'm, I would say she determined. determined. That's yeah. a better one. It's determined. Yeah. And this one is just like, well, she has super willpower, so you know and i'm like i i don't know I, it felt it felt very cheap that they just gave her that like superpower for some reason yeah i i didn't understand it i i don't disagree with you i also there there are a couple other things like a couple other notes that i have written down that are like okay wait one other time where i giggled was uh the two rats when they escape at the end and they're driving one of the rats says to the other rat what gear are you in and one of the yeah. rats goes like, oh, I don't know. I think it's called, like, you know, summer casual or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, like those like, are the good jokes. It has That's hints of joke. those jokes. And I'm like, man, the, the original chicken one was filled with that. Yeah. And and the other, the, the Gromis and... Uh, Wallace and Gromis. The, the Wallace and Gromit uh, movies are, are filled with those, like, clever, fun jokes. And this one just didn't have it. Yeah. Or it was trying to do it. But just, I don't know. It's almost like an old man who, like, suddenly... Like, hey, you, you're not as funny anymore. Like, the yeah. times have changed, so your jokes are stale now. Yeah. And it's like, what? I just, don't, I just, I just don't think there were even that many of them in here. Like, there weren't, there weren't that many like joke jokes. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I don't think I missed that, them. I think they just weren't that many. I, I think, and I also think one of the big problems in the movie is that everything that it wasn't structured well. Yeah. I feel like every single incident I and where like the chickens are progressing, they go from point A to point B. All all I kept seeing was, oh, they just got lucky. Yeah. Oh, that was lucky. Oh, that was lucky. Oh, yeah. this was lucky. The only part where I was like, okay, this was actually set up was uh Chekhov's fireworks, glasses, yeah. and popcorn. Yes. yes and yes, I was yes, like, yes. I mean, it's poorly put together, but at least they introduced it beforehand. Whereas like the most of the movie is like they almost get caught, but they get lucky. Yeah. Okay, this almost happens. They got lucky. Yeah, this almost happens. They got lucky, and I'm like, I can't, maybe maybe it was just me. I was wishing that it wasn't happening there. The old army rooster, yeah. which I thought was a great character in the first movie, 
feels so wasted in this movie. It just well, feels he's, like he's, he's also so he's barely jokes. in it. He's just barely in it as well. Like yeah. he's just like a kind of side character that I truly forgot about until the ending. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, the plan to free the chickens. Yeah. So poorly constructed. Let's just say that. That was steal, the worst plan I've ever truck. seen. They'll steal a truck. We'll do this. We'll, oh, you guys are going to block this. It's like they make it seem as if, and by the way, in the original, Molly keeps coming up with all these, every literally, she comes up with a plan, it fails, and then she comes up with another plan. So she's yeah. constantly making plans. So for her to be like, I got a plan, and then it's just like such a poorly constructed plan. Yeah. I was like, this is just, this, this I don't, I was bad. I, uh, and then they just murdered Mrs. Tweet, and then <laughs> I guess not because she somehow got. She fell in the chicken cutting up machine and wasn't killed. There was a lot of uh, violence against humans in this movie that I was like, that would kill someone. And it, mm-hmm. it just like didn't because, you know, it's a kid's movie or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, it, it did make me be like, interesting. Um, so what a, we after the first popcorn scene, the Chekhov's popcorn in the beginning, yeah. you know, when they make popcorn, I paused the movie and made popcorn. And then, <laughs> As one, yeah, smart. as one does, and then later, uh, when they were in the silo with all the corn, and they were like, "We'll make popcorn." I was like, "At what temperature does a kernel of corn pop?" Because they're <laughs> in a metal silo and yeah. in a closed space. Uh, it's three hundred fifty-five degrees Fahrenheit. Just FYI. Here's the thing, Dragon. Yes, this is something that. Uh, by the way, thank you for looking that up. But You're I welcome. just want to point out, <laughs> yes. this is something that. In, if the movie was better, yeah. we wouldn't be have, asking these questions. For example, Dragon, if you watch the first Chicken Run, you'll be like, where did they hide this airplane before they finished the construction? Right. I didn't ask that question because right. I was having so much fun. It doesn't matter. So yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's, it's when a movie, because literally uh, every movie you watch, you could break down and be like, wait a minute. Yeah. These things don't make sense. It's the fact that the movie is good and you're having fun and you're having a good time or you're thinking about other things that that you suddenly are like that you don't ask those questions. So the fact yeah. that you have to ask those questions means like, oh, I was kind of bored. Uh, exactly. It's exactly. Just, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the ending is uh, they go back to their little island. The chickens have their own island. Yep, they with, sure do. Uh, dragon, strong borders, let's just say. Yep. Let's just say they built a wall. They did. They right. literally they built, built the wall. wall. They literally um, built the wall. They uh the rats are basically just taking drugs all the time. So they're constantly just high. Yes. Right? Open open drug use in there, <laughs> kind of like Seattle, where everyone's just fucking shooting heroin on the streets. Sure, um, sure. And the chickens are now terrorists. Okay. So here's here here's the last note. Oh, sorry, I wrote. Freedom Fighters. Yeah, Freedom Fighters. The last note I wrote about this uh movie is you think the island can take that many refugees? <laughs> yeah, that's another thing I wrote. It's like, at what point are they going to be like, there's this too is, many fucking refugees This here. is an, a gotta, small island nation. <laughs> I don't like I don't like these fucking chickens that we allow into this country. We need to have a, a checking system in the border and then refugee status and, uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah. uh, you know. Who, at what point does Rocky go, we need to build a wall and have Miss Tweet <laughs> pay for it? Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure that's uh right around the corner of Chicken Run Three. I mean, there's no way. There's no way they could take that many fucking people. And they're like, oh, we have another chicken farm that has thirty people, and they're gonna fucking go in there like terrorists and just yeah. fucking blow the place up. 
literally. It's it, it literally. It's just like insane. It's insane to me. It was very funny. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <Chicken run>. perfect, <laughs> perfect for this 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 time and place where everyone's like, it, it's the um, what do you call it? The uh, you you remember Ant Man and yeah. the Wasp, the yep, 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 yep. It's literally, literally, Ant Man is an Avenger who saved the universe. Yep. And his daughter's like, yeah, but what did you do about homelessness? Yeah. It's like, that's what this movie is about. It's like, okay, sure, the chickens escaped and got free and we're happy for them. But you know what? Other chickens are are are, are going to be farmed or some yep. shit. They're going to take yep. their eggs or some fucking the shit. The cycle continues. Yeah. And it's like, we need to stop the cycle. And it's like, this is perfect for this, this generation of time. Yeah. Where it's like, nothing's ever good enough. Can never yeah. just be like, I'm happy. <laughs> You can't you can't rest on your laurels, okay? Even yeah, if your laurels yeah, were saving your entire chicken population. Yeah. You have right. to save every entire chicken population. You can never rest. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right, Dragon. Um I think I don't know that we can say any, more about chicken run Donald yeah. Nugget. Honestly. Do you have final thoughts? It did make me be like, I kinda want some chicken tendies now. <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, I have to agree. I'm trying real I'm trying harder now being pregnant not to not eat like too many fried foods uh but i would like some chicken tendies <laughs> chicken oh you're not to fry them do you have an air fryer i do have an air fryer that's true i couldn't Dog. eat them myself dogsy do you know how easy it is you literally chicken uh, chicken strips right the tenderloins yep. chuck right? the cup just... yeah yeah literal chicken so, tenders sour yep. cream sour cream on the outside uh-huh uh-huh breading breadcrumbs yep put them put in them the in fucking there. air fryer not not dragon yeah delicious and no oil Fucking great. 10 out of Honestly, 10. Honestly. Highest I, of recommends, especially as you watch Chicken Run. I I might do that. This is a great idea. I actually might do this. <laughs> I have an air fryer. I've, I've done it I before. Have I, ha- I, I have breadcrumbs. I have the technology to make this happen. I've done it before, and my son loves chicken nuggets. Sour cream, huh? I, I don't yeah. think I would I don't think I would have thought to do sour cream. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of different things. I, I like using sour cream because it, uh, it makes the chicken taste a little better. Get a little tang. A little tang mm-hmm, in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You season the breadcrumbs. Anyway. We, we season the breadcrumbs with. <laughs> of course, no. <laughs> you put salt and pepper in it. Just salt and pepper. You don't put anything. Yeah, else? Yeah. You don't put a little, yeah. little, pep, little paprika, maybe. A little I chili? mean, you could, but you know, you don't have to. Okay. Also, my, my my son doesn't like spicy things, so. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. You're not giving him spicy things. Well, I guess you're Colombian. You guys don't eat a lot of spicy things. We eat some spicy things, but not a lot. I don't remember I mean, anything not, being spicy not... in Colombia. You can you can find it. You can find yeah. it, but it's not yeah. not as much. Not okay. as much as like other South American countries. I remember just being mostly rice and beans and deep fried things. <laughs> yeah, deep fried. Oh yeah, <laughs> lots like... of deep fried things. We we love our deep fried things. You really do. Yeah, it's just me being like, God damn, yeah. my arteries hurt. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why uh, the in the country I am average height. Yeah, and definitely I look like a bodybuilder. Yes, <laughs> accurate, accurate. Although that seems to be changing now. Like there's like a nice like steroid. <laughs> no, the gym, Dragon, if you go to Columbia and you go to the gym, you know how you come to the gym in the US and it's like, man, it's just a bunch of fucking bros just lifting weights and fucking, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, in Columbia, no, it's the exact opposite. It is basically <laughs> Birdo's dream. It is just fucking fat booted girls just doing yeah. squats the entire time. There's not a guy in sight. It's so weird. It's so weird. I, I like that Colombian women are like, you know what? <laughs> we have one asset and we are going to make sure that asset is prime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, dragon. I appreciate that. I appreciate that about them. Oh, I do too, dragon. <laughs> anyway, um, right, let's finish this bad boy. Dragon, okay. final thought. I'm sorry, you did give your final thoughts, right? Yeah, I mean, it would you... listen. It just, it is, it is what it is. Would you give this a smashly or trashly? Here's the hard part. I appreciate the work that went into this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stop motion. It's good. Uh, I think the I think that the voices are good. Yeah, they're just there. They're fine. Yeah. Well, the script isn't that good. So, like, what can you do? It's a good point. <laughs> I I would give it. I feel bad not giving it a Smashly, so I think I'm going to give it a Smashly, but it's like a boring for sure. It just was a little disappointing, I think. I, oh. I think that's the problem. I think it's like a, a little bit. A very mild Smashly. Yeah, yeah. I think I was just disappointed because I was expecting really, I, my expectations were too high for, because of like where it's coming from. Okay. Um, what about you, Berto? Final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, I, I just, especially watching the original, I was like, man, it just maybe I did it to myself. I fucked up because I was I saw the original. I was like, this is great. And then watching this one, I was just like, this is definitely not great. In fact, yeah. I really don't like it. I I hated the fact that it literally the first one was about something. And yeah. this one was like seemingly about nothing. Yeah. And that was probably the most disappointing thing. And uh, but yeah, and I, I feel actually- like it just wasn't even fun. I didn't I'm, have fun watching this. I yeah, I don't disagree with you. I'm actually I'm really glad you watched the first one again and that it was good because I had such fond memories of it that that makes me feel better about like picking this one as well. No, like I, I, you know, like, you know I what wanted I mean? to see it. I just needed an excuse to watch it, and yeah. I, you gave me that excuse. So yeah, and then this is what they delivered. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this was a good first draft, yeah. and then you know after this first draft of the script, they would have been like, okay we got to apply something that we we truly care about into this yeah and then after that been like okay now let's add some jokes yeah yeah and they just didn't get to it they just they just gave in the first draft and they're like ah close enough and then just went on with it yeah interesting um yeah i give it like i give it a four out of ten i just i didn't have fun that sounds that's unfortunately sounds yeah yeah that I, I wanted right. to give it a five but i'm just like i just i think that was the worst part is just i didn't have fun watching this it was just yeah. like i kind of felt bored yeah i also got a little bored there was definitely yeah. a, a certain time during this movie where i like because i take notes on my phone so like i have my phone open a lot and i just like went to instagram and i was like wait no i'm supposed to pay attention yeah, <laughs> like, zoning out basically yeah yeah <laughs> to like go back and be like that eh, not allowed um <laughs> that happened like once or twice so i was like okay all right, Dragon. Um, all right, let's talk about what we're going to do next week. Okay. Dragon, next yes. week, fingers crossed that, uh, well, not fingers crossed, but, you know, I, one of these days we're going to be on hiatus for, yes. you know, who knows how long. I don't think uh, it'll be next week. <laughs> we'll see. Yes. But anyway, yeah, I don't think so either. But next week, we're going to be watching the 2023 movie, Society of the Snow. Obviously, I get to pick. It's is two hours, Dragon, 24 minutes. It's on Netflix. Yep. It's directed by... J.A. Boyega. This is starring... Boyona. Uh, Bayona, it looks like. There's no G in it. Bayona. Okay. By Bayon- Bayona. Okay. There Bayona. This is starring a bunch of people I've never heard of. So, you know, I could I could say the names, but unfortunately... Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's, it's a bunch of Spanish actors because it's all... It's, it's a dragon. Yeah. It's your favorite. It's en español. En español. So that means that next week, the entire podcast will be done in Spanish. <laughs> Godspeed to you. I don't speak it. So. Buenos dias. <laughs> Buenos dias. Ah, Dragona. 
a las películas. Sí, uh, sí. And it's just gonna be me being like, sí. Sí. <laughs> sí. Dragon, what do you think? Sí. sí. <laughs> All right. um, yeah, so this is uh, the story of the plane crash in the Andes about the Uruguayan rugby team. Yep. Um, we had just listened to a podcast about it, which was we great. Sure have. Yep. So, and, and, you know, reminded me of the movie Alive. I've seen that movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. I have not seen that one, but I know of the like, I, I before I, we listened to the podcast about this, I had known of this like crash story. Yeah. yeah the story. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I've, I've seen the movie alive several times. So, you know, I'm very, I was very excited. Well, when, once I heard they were doing another movie about this, I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. Let's fucking go. I'm, that's in. I'm in. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so I'm excited. Dragon Cool. Yeah. Why don't you go it's, ahead and send this off? Oh, oh sorry. Uh, it's on Netflix, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. 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 Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>